0: Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Mindy Winkler's here. Chris Hammer is here. And joining us in studio, Miss Johnette Cruz. How are you?
1: Hello, hello. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure. Now, you've got something really cool going on. We've been talking a lot about the hurricane. I'm a weather nerd, right? So I was all in on this kind of thing. I was following the story, the devastation, and then... The search and rescue and now the recovery and task force one of Indiana went down to Florida, mm-hmm. went down to the Gulf Coast. Now they're on their way back. We've talked a lot about Florida. Yes. But it was also devastating for Puerto Rico. Correct. And this is something that's near and dear to your heart.
1: Yes. Yeah. I am 100 percent Puerto Rican. Um Puerto Rico is like my second home I still have family there and so um, I know what happens when there are tropical storms that hit there when their hurricanes hit there obviously the infrastructure is not the greatest over on the island and so I see firsthand what my family goes through every time a hurricane hits and it's it's sad and it's frustrating this time around you know I was trying to call my grandmother I could not get a hold of her um, and they actually did not have power for almost two weeks and that was just from a category one hurricane so that just right. shows you
0: because it picked up in 10 after it went through Puerto Rico.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I just it it boggles my mind that it's only a Category 1 and it did that much damage to the island in and of itself.
0: That's really fascinating because we've kind of got to the point where we're desensitized when we see, oh, it's just a Cat 1 or it's just a tropical storm because you've got faith in the infrastructure in the United States. Uh, Puerto Rico, which is part of the United States, uh, doesn't have that same infrastructure. What does like a tropical storm or even a cat one do what kind of damage is that
1: I mean the flooding is just ridiculous my the where uh, the area that where my family is from is called San Sebastian. it's on the west side of the island and it's a little bit more inland so thankfully it's not on the coast but they're in the more hilly side of the island which means you know there's lots of mudslides um, the hills are very narrow and the roads are narrow and so you're winding back and forth things and, you
0: don't normally think about no, because you know we're in the United all. States
1: exactly and so some of those streets and even, you know, the last time I went to Puerto Rico, my, my son came with me. And I mean, they're so steep, the streets in and of itself, like he got he got sick because they were just winding back and forth. But because of that, the flooding happens very, very quickly. The roads are not 100 percent sustainable, especially in those more so of those towns that are not, you know, heavily populated. So it can do a lot of damage in, to most parts of, of the island.
0: What type of recovery do you normally see in Puerto Rico? because storms roll through all the time. Yes. This is actually kind of a light gear in terms of major hurricanes and major storms making its way through the Atlantic and the Gulf and things like that. But year in and year out, you always see Puerto Rico right there kind of bearing the brunt of a lot of these storms. Right. How long does the recovery process take?
1: It, it takes so long, so, so long, and it's kind of sad. I mean, there, there are still people right now, and we're talking about what, this is like a month afterwards or so of the, of the hurricane hitting, and there are still people still trying to dig out, still trying to um, kind of make sense of what happened Happened to their property. Uh, For a great example, my grandmother, they had to like try and suck out all of the water that was in um, their house. They actually have an apartment underneath the house. And so that got flooded. Their streets got flooded. The first part of their house got flooded. They ended up having to take everything out and put everything back in. And so a lot of things were damaged. So it takes a lot longer than I think what people realize, and especially in somewhere in, in Puerto Rico.
0: And we're going to talk about how we can help Puerto Rico here in just a moment. That's the most important thing, and I really don't want to go down a political road here. Oh, but no,
1: you're fine. how how
0: is the leadership of Puerto Rico when it comes to these types of things?
1: You know, lack it. Uh, it's an issue. It really is an issue. Um, and I think from what I've seen on social media, you know, I am on TikTok and and um, I follow a lot of other uh, Latinos and Latinas that um, live in Puerto Rico and they're, they're there firsthand seeing what's happening. And when the hurricane hit, they are telling people, do not give to the government because the government will not give us the money. Please use these people and they'll list a group of people taking place of what's happening and where they feel like they can be trusted if people are going to give and so that that is so sad right to know that like I
0: mean it's 100% believable but it's also sad at the same time just
1: don't know where your funds are actually going when the government is supposed to be helping but in actuality that's not at all what the case is down there right now
0: so what are some things that uh, we can do to help out Puerto Rico to where we know the money is going to be spent on a legitimate cause and not yes. end up in some bureaucrat's back pocket.
1: Yes. So um, I follow a nonprofit organization that is faith-based. It's out of Puerto Rico. It's called the Happy Givers. And they are absolutely amazing. I um, came across them on social media a couple of years ago. And what they do is just phenomenal. They help Latin American countries. Um, they do a lot of humanitarian work. They lo- they do a lot of disaster relief work in the Caribbean and in other countries in the surrounding areas. They have like a school in Peru. They have this place called the Costa which is a kitchen and they help elderly uh, people in Puerto Rico get the food that they need. Um, And so I had come across their video because they're the ones that are are coming out and they're helping people and they're literally on the grounds helping every single person out there. So then they posted a video showing the destruction that the hurricane happened to their property. So it's like, okay, what what happens to these nonprofits who like that is their livelihood, that is what they do. But then now they're, they're in that situation themselves. how are they gonna help people if they can't help themselves at the moment right so at that moment I was like oh my gosh maybe this is this is something that I can use my platform for considering I'm Puerto Rican I have family there and it's very close to my heart and I absolutely love the work that the happy givers do Um, and I'm very connected with them as well so they don't even know actually know I'm doing this (laughs) so I actually um, collaborated with a faith-based magazine called hope is now magazine I write for them um, and I'm I'm my new um, column will be out for the fall issue which is actually coming out right about now and um, I approached them because they do lots of fundraisers for organizations for not-for-profits for for churches for schools like anything like that and so I approached them and said hey you know would this be something that we could do and they were like absolutely yes so what's amazing about it is as donations are coming in I'm getting a receipt of every single person that donates at the end of the funding period the money is gonna come to me and then I am going to send it over to the happy givers and get in touch with the owner Owner.
0: And it's full transparent here. There's not going to be like one of these stories yeah, where, no. where'd the money go? Why does Johnette have this $3 million house now on the coast?
1: I wish. <laughs> yeah, no. None of that's going to happen. I'm going to I'm gonna record like our texting because I have the owners. um, I have his phone number and then I'm going to, you know, make sure I screen record the amount that I'm donating. So if anybody has any questions, you know, I have all the backups in case of anything. So this is great because it, it's something that means so much and so, so much to my heart to me, and then I'll be able to vouch for it and be like, yes, I sent in the money. I did this. <laughs> right.
0: And the transparency is the key here. Yes, you know, exactly. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, is, you know, when we have a situation where we might not have Wi-Fi for a couple of hours, it feels like our worlds are... Crumbling down. Oh my gosh, I know. And then to imagine. My
1: phone's a part of me right now.
0: (laughs) Right. Gosh. But then to imagine what it's like in a post hurricane Puerto Rico where you don't have power for multiple weeks, not just Wi Fi. Total darkness for a couple weeks. That's staggering.
1: That's horrible. And so, you know, the last time when Hurricane Maria hit, um, and that really devastated the island completely, um, I was not able to get a hold of my family for two and a half months. They had no power at all they had my aunt had to fly from the states finally when they were allowing people from the states to fly into puerto rico they um were they had her come down and so she would be in line for a good six to eight hours just to get water and she'd have to go on the other side of the island they were they had finally set up these stations where you could possibly get some type of reception so she would call me and be like hey you know we're fine but then it would cut out within like 10 seconds so i would i would hear her and i'd be like okay they're okay but i didn't hear for them for two and a half months like, I could not get a hold of anybody.
0: What was going through your mind?
1: I was freaking out. Here's my grandmother that, you know, she's she's tiny. She's, you know, like, but of course, she, she's a very, very spicy Latina, you know? <laughs> and um, I was just really worried for her. I wanted to make sure that everybody was okay. My my family lives on the same street in Puerto Rico. And I can't even tell you the name of it because you cannot even map it. Like, I have to fly in. And then my grandmother's always, like, "Mimi" me on the corner of the Walgreens with the palm tree to the right and the <laughs> trash can to the left. You know, so, like, that's... Right kind of directions I get and so they're all on a street all you know they all decided to retire on this one street in San Salvador and now I'm like okay I can't get a hold of anybody because they're all on the same street. So obviously they're all going to get power back on at the same time. Right. And yeah, that was really, really hard. So then, you know, fast forward to a category one and then not to hear for her for two weeks. I was like, what in the world is happening? And then finally I was able to get a hold of her, but she was like, you know, I found a powering station, but I only can talk for a minute, but I'm okay. I'm good. So then I kept calling and kept calling her. And finally she got the power back on.
0: All right. So Johnette, one more time for those who want to help out a little bit, if they've got a little bit to spare, uh, what, can they do to help you?
1: So what they can do is um, I have posted all of the links and I know that's something that you'll be sharing. So I have partnered with Hope is Now Magazine. It is a national faith-based publication. All you need to do is subscribe to the magazine. You get eight editions for the entire year. It's only $35. And then out of that $35, $15 will go to the Happy Givers, which is the nonprofit based out of Puerto Rico. And so that's all it is. And so, you know, you get a good, nice publication that you can either take with you if you have a business and you have a waiting room and you need a magazine um, you know I have my little column in there right. <laughs> that'll have lots of different do you get locked in into it. like a
0: long-term deal or anything like that
1: no not at all so you're just once you subscribe for $35 for the entire year you're done for the entire year you get the eight editions and then they would I believe shoot you an email if you want to resubscribe okay. at the end so
0: of it's that. not like the automatic renewal which yeah, gets a no. lot of people sometimes right
1: right yeah definitely
0: excellent we're gonna put that up at hammer and Nigel on Twitter uh, Johnette Cruz thank you so much okay. for coming
1: again. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's
0: the Hammer and Nigel show. Be sure to catch us every weekday three to seven on 93 WIBC or subscribe and get it right to your phone.